Welcome back, everyone, to the Wealth Through Wi-Fi podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Zach Sweet. Scott A. We are here to inspire and motivate you to achieve greatness in all aspects of your life. In this podcast, we share our personal journeys and experiences to show you that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. Our goal is to help you create a life of abundance financially, personally, and to do this through the power of the internet. From entrepreneurship to personal development, we cover it all in our podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Louie and Mike, who are friends of Scott. These two have been in the restaurant business and are here to share some of their journey and personal experiences. Welcome, Gentlemen, welcome. what's up? How's it going? Introduce yourselves. It doesn't matter who goes yeah, first. Sure, I'll go. <coughs> uh, Mike LaSala, um, born and raised in Syracuse and uh, moved back uh, two years ago and uh, opened a business with my brother. Nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, what up, Louie? How's it going? No, I'm Louie. Louie Falvo. I'm from Syracuse. I went to Liverpool High School. And then after that, I tried to go to school. I got into real estate. I've had some <laughs> fun ever since. School, tried to go to yeah, real you know? estate. <laughs> but He's we still hold man. the license. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm right there with you. I've That's had I mean. my license since 2018. Exactly. I probably made yeah. three transactions <laughs> the whole time. So, yeah, I, I, dude, I get it. I get it. I've <laughs> exactly. been there. I've done it. It's, it's a hard game. Um, it's especially if it's not the only thing you do where that's where I struggled with it, where I had two to three other guaranteed paying jobs with benefits and all that. So it's like, how do you pull away from that until you are able to make it a lifestyle change to where, all right, you know, you're going all in on real estate. So like, it's commission based. Like you can't, you can't make a living in real estate without fucking making a good commission. Like, and it's hard to build that in so a network. So I feel you, Louie. Like, yeah. I feel you. It's the, but I, we always Dude. keep it because exactly. the continuing education yeah. is every two well, years. Like, exactly. The more money you have, the more successful you could be in real estate, even as a fucking agent. Like, yeah. Yeah, that just is with yeah. anything. And like, yeah. Being well, versatile. And, yeah, and to keep it is nothing. Because if, if you don't do the education every two years, uh, you literally have to take the whole thing all over again. Yeah, and that's just not worth wash. it. Yeah, exactly. But that's so like that. Fun. People don't understand. It's like that fuck that sign with every certification. Like... I'm in the personalist training industry, and like with all of our certifications, it's every two years you have to get 12 continued education hours. It's all you got to do. Like, man, they're not even going to audit you unless you like turn in your shit late every fucking time. Like, it's not hard. And then if you fail, you got to go back through the entire process again. And like, people are like, well, I'm not doing that again. Well, don't fucking not do the hour. It's not <laughs> right. hard. Like, yeah. So, as I'm sitting here and I got to do mine by January. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, We'll, yeah, we'll start ripping questions. What's the name of the restaurant? Where Redwood, is it? Uh, it's Redwood Diner, East Syracuse. Okay, nice. So that's it's. I don't know a hundred percent if it's the oldest diner in Syracuse, but it has been a diner and been there since 1923. So it's a wow. hundred years this year. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, we're the ninth Damn. owners in the history of the diner. You know. And uh, it's still standing, still there, <laughs> still the greasy old, good old diner. <laughs> so, yeah, it's those. there. It's it's strong. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, we got it uh, two years ago. And uh, I was a little hesitant first, but my brother, who is uh, works for Acropolis, a uh, realty group here. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, so your brother, wait, is your brother John LaSala? Yes. We literally have text message because he knows yeah. my cousin Samira. Fucking small okay. world. Here we yeah, go. no, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, everyone so knows everyone here. Because I, I actually hit him up to try to acquire Airbnb units through him to see if, like, because I know Acropolis, like, yep. they manage a bunch of places downtown and shit. Yep. So my cousin actually referred <laughs> me 
to um him to talk to and all that and that's funny now that you say that because we we've I actually connections yeah, right yeah yeah yep, yep. so that's cool yeah um, but yeah keep going so keep going. yeah he uh was listening it for uh listening it for the previous owner and um he i i came back here miss syracuse and he was like do you want to do this with me i've had a lot of restaurant experience mostly pastry but uh i was here during covid lost my job and he was like let's do it and i was like okay let's do it if you, like if you think it's gonna work he like i trust him john john usually knows what he's doing uh right. i would say like 90 percent awesome. of the time right so i uh was like let's do it and uh we did it and here we are yeah well, let's backtrack a little bit because I know you've kind of followed the restaurant industry and been involved for a while. And like one of the things you hear people say when you get into the restaurant industry is you got to move to a big city. Like a lot of people in upstate will say you got to go to New York City. You followed that kind of grass routes tradition and, and moved out to Cali and did it out there as well. So kind of give us a little background on how that went and how it opened your eyes a little bit to how the restaurant industry really works. Yeah, I mean, I always liked that stuff growing up more um on the artistic side of things so not autistic (laughs) 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 there we go uh so yeah i thought i was gonna do wedding cakes for the rest of my life do pastries and uh uh kind of went i went to school for um pastry arts in 2013 and uh moved to new york city after that to get a job an internship learn the trade uh, try to just learn everything I could from different people and um, doing that for I did that for up until 2020 really uh, 2013 to 2020 oh damn and um, moved from you know big cities New York City San Francisco Denver Connecticut I was just hopping all around just picking up different things different skills from all the people that's yeah that's I and think networking versatility yeah, it's, man. it's just you have to like you don't need schooling for like culinary school. It depends on how serious you're going to take right. it, I guess. You know, you could work your way up from a dish person, you know, dish pit. It doesn't really matter. Right. It's but if it depends on what you're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So, I was more on the artistic side of I wanted to do like crazy wedding cakes and stuff that you nice. see on the shows. It was oh, during yeah. like Ace of Cakes that world. <laughs> right. Like everyone wanted to do it. Yeah. So, did that and uh you know, don't regret it. Learned a lot. Um Love the experiences I had, but I ultimately missed Syracuse. I was away for eight years, and I kept thinking about coming home. Right, building a life. Mm-hmm. Big cities, they beat you down. For sure, you get tired. You all, you you just working to live. Well, I feel like it's industry. crazy in the restaurant industry too. Like you can have like such a great job at one restaurant, and like God forbid you lose the job, like man, you might have to start all over again if you don't have a connection somewhere else. Right. Because like I feel like the restaurant industry is very tight knit in terms. They know of everyone. Everyone knows everyone. Yep. Even up here, yeah. it's. I mean, well, not even up, like that makes more sense because it's smaller up here. But right. even in New York City, people would talk to other people and be like. Don't work, XYZ, for them. Don't, yeah. work for them. don't work for them. Don't work for them. And some of these famous like cooks or you know pastry artists, you know they would be like, eh, "Don't go with them. They're they're gonna jip you. They're gonna cut you." Right. And you're just like, "Okay, so yeah." You gotta take those for like people. what the experiences yeah. are. Like we, you learn that like when you work with like some of the best people, like a lot of times like you're gonna get your pay cut. Like you're gonna get a little bit. It's gonna be the opposite of what you think. You're not gonna make more. You're gonna learn more though. But at the same time, so like I knew I wasn't making a lot in New York City, but you you have to like weigh 
weigh it. You know, it's gain the experience from these people who have been doing this for m- many years, who are the top of top of what they do, mm-hmm. right? They do the best work. They get all the clients, and they're going to pay you less, but you're going to learn so much. So you're going to learn the you know tricks of the trade, all the secrets, but you're going to be working really hard for them. Well, and it's like we say, we say that all the time, like you're never going to be paid what you're worth until you do the work that you're paid. And that's like, the thing. But and, and sadly, in kitchens, though, it's very much so like everyone's replaceable. I feel like it's so fucking cutthroat. It is. It is. And it's all smiles, too. Like <laughs> It doesn't really matter. Like you could be the nicest person. And I always got along with everyone, my bosses. But like ultimately, they're just going to go on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. One inconvenience, especially in places like the bigger cities, because there's well, we, so many people yeah. looking for that opportunity that they'll take you're the cheaper in their pay, opportunity. Yeah. So if like you get gone, they're gonna be the first ones to hop on, right? And, and, and sometimes they look at it as a good thing, right? Because they're just like, okay, we're paying you. Well, you're more hey, expensive. We're gonna get yeah. someone more cheaper. who's willing to, you know, Driven. learn work, yeah. who's also talented, and we're gonna hire them and pay them less. So it, it's just always kind of like. So let's give Louie a chance to jump in because Louie's kind of trying to make his way into the restaurant industry now and like wants to be an owner at, at some point. Like what drew you in to the restaurant industry? I mean, hell, the first time I walked in there, <clears throat> I was, what, what I was wearing, um, like stupid, like olive green dress pants and a polo. And <laughs> then I was pissed off that I walked out smelling like grease because I had to go to Acropolis to see John. Yeah, but his why? brother. Yeah, you were for Acropolis. No, no, he's like, let's go get breakfast. I just got this place. And then, yeah, that was how I met everyone. And yeah, that was the first time I went there. I was just really pissed. I smelled like grease and my hair stunk and everything. But then, I don't know, my dumb ass <laughs> was asking to wash, wash dishes like a week later. So I was there. <clears throat> and like I said, right? Or something. You like, like the that. atmosphere. No. I mean, I talk about that all the time. It like has working soul, in the man. gym. Like, the place I has absolutely soul. love working in gyms because the positive atmosphere, like, that's the best part of some people's day. And, like, that's the same thing with the restaurants. Like, you get those regulars that, like, you hate to say it, but, like, you love those people that live for the place. Like, it's crazy. you love those people, like, because yeah. you get to make their day. Like, you get to be the best part of their day. And it's like you're working. Yeah. You really have no yeah. idea. You don't like, get to do that a lot. You're in someone's routine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start to see them. I see them actually more than my family. <laughs> I see that. I see your regulars more than I see my family yeah. because yeah. I come to the yeah. fucking diner exactly. so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's actually the support is great, though. No, they really like, is. Like people really that is, like yeah. maybe don't have a lot going for them. Like it's crazy how much they're willing to support. And like you notice that like a lot, like people that fucking like we have people that come in the gym and I can't tell you how many people I talk to that maybe aren't in the best financial place and like can't afford personal training, but I talk to them on a regular basis mm-hmm. and like to see the like glow in their eyes by giving them like a little pointer that cost me, tossed me like five minutes of my time. Like you don't know how much you can impact someone's day. Just like, you know, giving someone an extra piece of fucking bacon. That's exactly like, what I'm saying. Something <laughs> so yeah. silly, but yeah. like, you don't know what they're going through. Like you don't mm-hmm. know what happened to them that day. And like, for them to feel special. Yeah. We're just talking to them, just listening to them. Sometimes yeah. these people don't have other people to talk to. Oh yeah. And so you just never know a relationship <laughs> you're gonna build out of that customer, especially if they've been there a while and then a new owner takes over. You have, I feel like, depending on who the previous owners were, you have they have, you have a lot to, you know, look up to and so do they because they're so used to 
you know, oh, that diner being in their routine that they're like, oh, my coffee better be right after these new guys get in here yeah. or something or the food better. Like, oh, better not. still happens to this that day two years later. I was about to say. He knows. I know. It's, yeah. it's crazy. They, they, and that little thing, it just messes up their whole day. And it's some crazy. of them will never like, but, like, you gotta, but like, then you, you build the value that, and you find something that you bring to the table that maybe they still complain about it, but they clearly like something that you're doing because they keep coming back. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah. You just got to like show up. Bro. You know what I mean? You just got to keep showing up yeah, and then they just got to know you it's like it's just about the repetition of it some of them that's all like that it is you know just being there every morning and consistency like yeah just like that it's just consistency people want you know it's so easy for me you know since i can control what i do right so if i want to close or say change hours or whatever it's hard because if i don't want to do something i can make that change and no one can tell me no Mm -hmm. right that's awesome but it's not good because it's just like, oh, I want to close. Big picture, wanna, yeah. But, it's, but you have to be consistent. And, like, so many times we're, if there's, like, a slow day, I'm just like, let's just close, close at 12. 12 yeah. Let's just close an hour. You guys always say you're going to close at 12, and then, like, the regulars start walking in at, like, 11.45, and you're just like, fuck. Or we just right. won't close. We'll just, yeah. like, literally talk <laughs> about it. Like, you're closed, it. but, like, yeah. Closing I can tell you times I've been ever. there, and you guys are closed at 12. Because 12, every yeah. time we close happens. early, we get the next, like, the people yeah. coming the next day, and they're like, I was here, and you're like, ah, Darn there's it. the guilt you'll right. never do it again yeah. and then you're just like talking about it and then but it then you don't happen. want them to stop coming like i have this conversation with my personal trainers all the time like it's about consistency like when you're trying to build a routine and you're trying to teach someone a routine you're trying to help them get better like it's all about consistency and that's being five minutes early and leaving five minutes late like you can always be you got to always beat the customer there and then be out after the customer like well, also, can't be the opposite way around you know some business is better than none especially if you had a slow day and you want to make money and the, but then it comes into do we spend more money running the business or in you know well, staying open yes. or because there's no customers or do we close because you know because there's no customers so it's that battle and then as soon as you close like you guys say the people are like oh we were here you know right. what I mean? because it's like- you have those people coming like 10 minutes before close mm-hmm. and yes we would be open but like it's i hard. don't know it's it's, it's hard it's hard but, but like i think i'm always kind of the hard ass to just be like no we got to stay open yeah because like i know like that's the thing. Like, if you go to Google and it says open, we have to be open. Right. Yep. You know? Yeah. I'll take well, the people, one person. People you know? leave reviews like they used to, and they're always negative. So, like, you don't want to fucking start to build those up on, like, because, like, there's really not many places now. Like, you go on Google or you go on Maps, and, like, you're going to get Yelp or you're going to get Google reviews. Yeah. Like, and it's, not that many people leave reviews anymore. So, a couple bad ones really start to suck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now that I've been in the hospitality business because, you know, I got yeah. my Airbnb, and Fuck. every time I'm, there's times I text somebody five days straight for a review because we are we need those reviews. You know, you, that dude. is for those future customers, for future it's experience. Huge. You know, no matter what hospitality industry you're in, restaurant, hotels, whatever the case may be, I know we strive on getting those reviews because they they mean something more than people think. They really, really do. Oh, because yeah. I'm always first to leave a review for my you know people who stay. You know, because they also get reviewed on other hosts <clears throat> when they come to their properties. Like, oh, was it? Because I again, I don't want a, somebody who is a shit guest yeah. in my apartment because they're gonna treat your, treat yeah. your stuff like shit. Yeah. So you know, and I think that's so important. So now being on that other end of it, it's like, fuck, I want that review. I Dude, want it makes it your heartbeat a little right, bit. Yeah. Right, guys, and when you, when you, you get, get that good, good review, you like, yeah, just yeah, like, right. whoa, you I think about that, that person's shit. life. Yeah, you really yeah. do. No, it really puts yeah. that. And again, you could have a shit day, but then you go on there and you have a new review about your business or whatever, and you're like, 
fuck yeah that's why we yeah. do it right there you know that one yeah. review so <laughs> i i feel that i i feel that too and because again everybody judging everybody nowadays like everybody, oh, it's, it's so crazy so you do have to be on point now because one slip up it's just you know it if feeds people you are so sensitive you know if you were so sensitive so oh yeah um yeah i've gotten bad reviews from like the most ridiculous things and it's like sometimes you're gonna get them so like that's why you need those positive ones to outweigh them and like it really is nice especially when you stop like having to ask for them and you start to just get those nice reviews like but what people don't understand in today's industry like you do have to push it's not like it used to be people aren't going to go out of their way quite as much anymore like little inconveniences like Sometimes you got to ask for it. Just like in any sales job, you got to ask for the sale. Like, you got to ask for the review. Oh, yeah. We definitely have, like, Louis used to do it. Danielle does it. Our server, you know, Kara does it. You know, Heck, you it's they always ask for, like, if they they know the people are having, like, a good experience, they'll always be like, hey, yeah, leave us a good, you know, yep. Because every time you ask, yeah. maybe you'll get one review. Yeah, yeah. but that's a chance. And it's just yes. like, yeah, no, yeah. I know, but, like, yeah. you got to ask. You do. Yeah. And But the thing is, everyone's so quick to, like, shit on you effort oh, yeah. stupidest oh, yeah. things you know what oh. i mean and you go out of your way to like ask so it's a real like it's a struggle sometimes you know you're asking and you don't even mm-hmm. get them but you, I mean, you got more tell it feeds like, you zach and them were talking about this they did a nice like sales 101 podcast that will be coming out tomorrow um where they really touched on it and like 99 percent of it in sales is like having the confidence in yourself that you're selling them something that's actually going to bring them value so you're working in the right industry and basically telling them okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Making them have to say no, not <laughs> the other way around, making them making it easy for them to say no. Like, mm. Make it so that they're the uncomfortable person in the situation. When you're bringing something of value, that's not hard. Like, Selling personal training should never be hard for any fucking personal trainer that's a good personal trainer because you can help anyone. Like, You're not lying to them when you say, if you come train with me and you work hard and you're actually going to give them that effort, they're going to see results unless you're not doing your job. So you're never lying to them. Yeah. yeah. So it's really yeah. not that hard. Just like when you're trying to get people to come in and buy food from you. Like, I'm going to cook you good food. Like, it's going to be good. It's the whole reason why I come to the diner. Like, I know I'm going to get good food for the price that I'm going to spend. I'm going to come there three, four days a week. Like, yeah. Now, customer wise, let's let's. I want to hear some stories. Like, give yeah. me a good, a, mm. like, who are some of your best customers or best they customer really, interaction, really, and then I, a worst customer what we interaction. Say? Where do you start? You start Where do we so you don't have to say. Obviously, you don't say any names, <laughs> no, but I want to hear because oh, no, that's yeah. what people want to hear. People want to hear about the experiences, as in like name like a funny good time maybe you might have network with somebody or maybe a time where it was just so god awful like how did you maybe handle the situation or how did it make you feel <laughs> them feel whatever yeah well yeah. let's start with the positive i will say yeah. from from the diners <laughs> for, you know the people our customers are one 100 loyal like super supportive and the connections you make it's all about connections the people yeah like you don't think it at the time but the people you meet and their trades and their, you know, work, I've gotten so much help from my customers. That's awesome. Because they care. Hell yeah. Big Jerry. You know, Jerry. Big Jerry, this right? He gives Louis 50 bucks, like, every time he comes <laughs> in the fucking... Every time he comes in the diner, he just, like... He doesn't even talk to Louis, like, mostly, because Louis is busy, <laughs> but he's just walking out. He'll make a joke at Louis and then just hand him 50 bucks. <laughs> Well, shit I mean, up, you know, dude. speaking of Big Jerry, you know, he he uh, leveled, out, million, he leveled <laughs> out our driveway for us because it's gravel He's driveway. He with our fridge. <laughs> he, you know, <laughs> like the people shit. who like care and yeah. like something breaks and like they jump in and they're like, I know a guy. Right. And you're like, oh, cool. 
and you know, I fix it, you know, or I get it discounted or whatever. And it's great because these people I trust because I see them regularly and they trust the people that they recommend. So I never have to like go around shopping for a, a fix it or a handyman, you know, and I got have a guy, you know, Mike next door who is a handyman. Very and much. Who, You'd be surprised at what people would do for food. <laughs> you dude, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know. And I, awesome. I love food, so you can pay people. Dishes are always <laughs> They're, like, awesome. Like, our customers are awesome. Of course, there's the negative side, too, because you can't please, please everyone. everyone. You mm-hmm. can't please everyone. You, yeah. you have some Karens out there, oh, yeah, yeah. you know? And what's the, you know, <laughs> male equivalent of a Karen? I don't know. Like a Kevin? Like a Rodney. Yeah. You, you have a Kevin out there, too. <laughs> And so you can't please everyone. No one's going to be happy 100%, but our customers are great usually. That's awesome. That's yeah. good to hear. I mean, now I mean, what's up? We got to have a bad experience though. What is like have oh, you had a bad experience in the 2 years you've opened? Like how did you handle it? Like was there a time where I mean, maybe messed up worst? food? What's the was, worst? Like, been a something couple, like, like to where you guys had to stop business from yeah. happening? We, like, we, we left the diner unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the that's, one time I cried because not, of this that's place. That's not a customer experience. No, but that's, it doesn't matter. I guess but that's definitely the like one time. Experience. No, I honestly, the bad experiences at the time is it's people you can't please. Or, you know, like I had a customer today who said their omelet was raw. When Dude, that's what the, she was it. looking at was egg white. So it's white. Right. So, you know... You like you, like, you like I'm not gonna argue with customer. I know what he's I, talking we're, about. We'll just, eat that shit. People like I'm like, just like first of all, like I'm not justifying any like bad food right. products. I'm not like like oh I'm perfect, but like you could eat raw eggs regardless, right? And not you know and, and be not okay. have an issue. You know usually salmonella is like on guess, the outside yeah, of the who egg. Who knows what you want to say but that like, again? Salmonella is on the outside of the egg. I feel like a lot of people don't. I didn't know that right. for a long so time. It's okay. not on the inside of the egg. Right. It's on the outside of the egg. Gotcha. So, like, we but anyways. Yeah. That could be a great That's real. huge. So, <laughs> that's people huge. Say there's like, people are going to be less freaked out. my eggs. That's just whatever. But, like, she was just like, I, I didn't finish my omelet. It, it was, ra- like, partially raw. No, it wasn't. Not going to argue. Move on. Guess what? You're going to be here next week anyways. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know these people after a while. Did she make a new? Did you guys? And make she, a new they omelet? constantly complain about everything. Oh right, right, right. And the other okay. people that you One can't remake it for either. They eat right. half well, of it and then they complain. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She oh, ate half of it. She didn't say anything about people. it. Crazy. And then you say it at checkout. Can't fix it. Yeah. I will remake it for you. I'll remake anything for you. Right. I'll if home it's not if you want, to yeah. what you want. Right. But at the same time, if you tell me halfway through service or halfway through eating it or eat the whole thing, sorry. Yeah. What can I do now? Uh-huh. Right, hundred percent. Yeah. Sure, but it's just We've bad days, good days. Well, it's like you're 100%. gonna maybe let it go once, but best believe next time you order, I'm gonna give you a really hard time, and we're gonna make sure that the order is exactly how you would like it. Yeah, and you're not gonna like that either. See, I'm so, tough when it comes to those situations because it's either like I'm so hungry, Zach just eats even it. where <laughs> so yeah. I love fucking food. I won't food. send anything. I, don't think I, anything back. Like, yeah. I was down in Binghamton at um, oh, what's the they they created um. Oh, Chicken, forgot what they call it. it. Originated in Binghamton. I forgot what it was called, but um, I need to know. It's like now. chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. And I went there. It was my first time there, and they like messed up my order. But I think they like gave us two. They gave me two sandwiches of the same sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. And this it wasn't story. even the sandwich I even ordered. Yeah, it was right. completely different. But they gave me two of them. So like it was 
my, it was my first time there and I was so hungry. I still ate the sandwich, but then I took the other sandwich up to them and was like, one, you gave me this that we didn't order. And two, you didn't even make my sandwich right at all. <laughs> so, but it was still good. Like, it was Someone great. But I, I was so, and I, I, either way, I probably, it would have something that I would have ordered anyways. You know what I mean? But it was just wasn't, I wanted like Chipotle something and then they gave You're me craving like, something yeah, and you didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. And like, they gave me like a Utica green chicken sandwich. I wanted like a Chipotle, which is <laughs> he fine. He has a bottomless life. Yeah. Like, he's so got like, a it didn't matter, but it was cool because I, I was cool God. with them and I was like, they took back the other sandwich because they had to and they <laughs> copped me for another free sandwich. Which was awesome because like now I could come back and try what I really wanted. You, the, so the people, the things out. people do though for free food is crazy. And oh, the thing is, you'll have... never know until you ask. That's the thing. I'm always trying to get deals and like, or I walk into a store and be like, "Guys, got any deals going on today?" And like, well, as long as you're nice about it you know? too, and like understand that like fucking humans making food, like people are gonna make mistakes, things are gonna happen, and like as long as you're like reasonable, like I feel like in the food industry, people are always gonna be understanding. Maybe you're gonna catch someone on a bad day and you're gonna complain about food, but like as long as you don't go up and be like, "Oh, you fucked up my." Food. Food, like, hey, just so you know, like, I ordered it this way. I know the kitchen's kind of busy. I just wanted to let you know, like, you're going to get a lot better reaction and they're not going to remember you a lot differently than if you go up and you're an asshole. And, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, they get, like, pent up rage over their food, like, getting messed up and, like, they don't speak up. And then, like, finally, one of the times they get mad enough to say something, it's like, dude, relax. Like, mistakes That's happen. That's the thing. I don't care if you have a problem, but, like, you also have to, like, I'll remake anything. I'll re- I don't really care, you know, like, but just be nice about it. But also say it from the start, too. Like, if you want something done a certain way, you have to tell me There's a couple, if you yeah. want it done a certain way. Mm-hmm. Because if things come out as a standard to us and it's not specified, then we're going to make it the standard way. But then you get it and you say, I wanted this extra cooked. Guess what? You didn't say right. that or yeah, specify yeah, yeah. that. So now I'm going to remake it for you. Now I'm annoyed. You're annoyed. You don't <laughs> specify things. I'm going to do things the way I do them. 100%. And that's like what like usually that, happens. How you want your steak cooked, you know? It, well, the people will send back bacon, you know, and be like, I wanted it crispy. Didn't say crispy, but okay, now we'll do it. It's just like, it looks bad. It takes time. It's just, it's it's an industry that you're never going to please everyone. Well, it's like I the know, worst is it's like regulars that will do it, and you're like... Yeah, I know how you usually order it. You didn't order it that way on the ticket, and it's busy. Like, I didn't know it was your ticket. Like, what? But then there's, like, the people that are, like, mad cool and, like, never, like, say anything. Say anything. And you, like, fuck it up once. (laughs) And then, like, but they either don't say anything, and you realize it, or they say something. Like, like the other day when uh, this dude Skip, coolest motherfucker ever, doesn't say anything really. Called him my name. So cool. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it's cool. It's a cool name, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. But over easy. He like, you remember he was sitting at the end of the bar. It was like empty. It was a weird time and cuts the egg in half. He's like, is this over easy? It, that shit was over hard. I, I definitely left it on. Cooked that shit real good. Yeah. <laughs> Every, that egg I, was dead. But I stuck with it. And then yeah, you next stuck? time it stuck with me. Yeah, it was pretty bad. There's, I don't know. You want to please the cool people. You want to please the people that hate you. You just got to like kill everyone with kindness, you know? Was just pretty much. Yeah, you got to well, kill people with kindness that. and do your best. I'm so because, good at it. <laughs> like you awesome. said, there's definitely... People, you'll never be able to please them. No, yeah. their meal could be perfect, and they'll be like, "Oh, there's too much salt in it." And yeah. It's like what? It's like, just nice, like, because everyone like gets used to you, and then you have an off day, and then so yeah, two so two years. So you guys opened in COVID. Yeah. After, so right. Yeah, May. So what's that? What was that like? I mean, May 2021. So it was coming out of COVID. Like, well, we were like out of it, but like things were restricted, strict. so it was like half capacity. That's why the original owner closed. Like, yes, he's been doing it for his whole life. He's you know 
and run diners, worked at diners. And, um, but when COVID happened, no one knew what was going to happen. So when it was half capacity, this diner that, you know, Redwood, it's holds 43 people. Capacity is not huge. So half capacity is nothing. Mm -hmm. So to make money and everything, it's like, is it worth keeping open for half capacity? (laughs) You know, we're not huge. So he decided to close. It was uh, closed for 14 months. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and he, he didn't think about getting into the Grubhub shit? Like, I mean, takeout and all that? I mean, it's also demographic. Like, you have to think it. wasn't what it is I now. People it, it was wasn't a totally what different it is place. now. It's, it's definitely yeah. a new animal, but also right. location. I've seen a lot of business, o- and business owners who yeah. said the same so thing, stupid. obviously, you know, strictly cash and cards, and they never did, like, the Grubhub stuff, and it's like... But that's where you know business owners have to adapt. That's where, where times like that you it have sucks to. Yeah, they're, they're stuck to in their out. ways. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 I'm not dealing with that. And, it's and that's like, what well, I think they shut, did. You know, you more know, than the last or you either do takeout and order. You but know? it's even like that now. Like as much as it sucks, like sometimes you'll be there and like it'll be busy as shit, and like you guys are still taking Grubhub orders, and like it sucks. But like you got to have that consistency. Like you stop having it open all the time, and like people are gonna stop ordering because they go online to order food and it's not available. Then they stop looking. Yeah. yeah. Helps the reviews too. We honestly, I mean, oh, helps yeah. everything. In our field of you know restaurant, you know diners, no one's really getting a lot of diner food ordered at their house. It's not something that like carries over yeah, super well. Sure. It gets like kind of like. But you I'm know, sure, did you guys do lunch and stuff like other? Yeah, lunch we do stuff? lunch. We're over Fries, to one. Right. We do like the basic diner Di- stuff, yeah, but we're prior. like mostly breakfast. And so we close by one. You know, we'll get the eleven thirty to twelve rush. But I mean, Grubhub, we do it. I wanted to like you know keep moving things forward so we we brought in grubhub love it hate it um i'm sure it's good and bad yeah just like anything though yeah just like anything there's times i walk in there and i think they just want to take the phone and throw it out the fucking window right because uh, like i hate that tablet dude because it it's something you guys have toast no, I no. want toast though. Dude, toast I, is so I, cool. I talk about toast all the time. We, <laughs> I love the company because one, it's a growing company. <laughs> it's tried. a growing company, and the the stock's just getting railed right now because it's. It, but it's a growing company, and that's the best time to buy stocks or uh-huh. this, like companies like that because uh, the revenue's been increasing. And but I also like it because again, I see it everywhere. I see yeah. it. It's just oh, like it's an so Apple cool. phone. It's yeah, just like people are like, "What products app? do we invest in?" And they're like, "Look around you," and I toast is one of them it's like i see toast every and fucking every restaurant well they are good because i mean their equipment's designed for restaurants they only do restaurants right you know so we wanted to get him too but oh, it's just like okay so that's the differential they, they don't gotcha. do retail it's gotcha. restaurants so their equipment is built for restaurants you know it's mm-hmm. waterproof drop proof yeah, you tear it, it you know it takes a beating it's like really heavy duty stuff right but it makes it more expensive too oh yeah the run i'm sure i guess if yeah i mean if you guys made well to, so would they do it if you had like multiple restaurants, like diners? Like, oh, I mean, people? we could get it. Right. It's just not worth it for gotcha, us. Gotcha. For you guys being yeah. so small, right? Makes right. sense. It's We're a very small little business. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally a train cart. It's tiny little thing. I don't even think. I want to say I feel like I've been and I probably have drove by it. I've never ate there, but now you know everyone's to. drove by. I drove by that place multiple times. Where never is it again? East Syracuse. You know, Br- across Bridge Rose. Street, uh, East Manly Street. Across from Thrifty Shopper. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about yep. now. Yep, yep. I expect to see you there. 
<laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I work over in that area so, a lot. Uh, so let's change uh, topics to uh, hmm. Taiwan hair transplants. Oh, let's go there. <laughs> let's go there. Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> Taiwan gets more exotic by the Taiwan. second. <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> wow. Turkey, Turkey. Scott, do you listen? I don't listen very well as everyone knows, but I feel like this is a cool topic because like people talk about shit like that all the time, and like you're a very we open person. So like, hospitality and restaurants yeah, to hair, hair transplants. transplants. Yeah, so, I oh, love fuck. the topic change. Can we talk about Louis's high school experience? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. We, I mean, that's what people we've talked about this before. And people love the person. We know of things, that, like, but just yeah. entertainment. And Do you have any idea how many people you're gonna help? Yeah, you're gonna send I'll so many people all to you guys, yeah, guys. No, people love entertainment. Like his phone calls all the time when people. People don't give a shit. He's gonna put an anonymous details. line. Like, right. There's some people that care about our advice, but the shit that goes viral is entertainment. So this hair yeah. com. Oh, let's talk about anything. I'm open. Book. Oh yeah, the, well that's what our friends kind of said, and I agree. Is that like we need to hop on here and just talk like the boys just talking with the boys, well, yeah, like dating it experiences. It's the dirt. It's dates. the shit. Yeah, they, they want it. I want to so hear things that no one wants to talk about. Right. They don't want to no, admit really. that happened to them, so like it makes them feel better when they're like, okay, like, we want to dose. Like anymore. we want to take shrooms and hop on the pod and just. Yeah, like, I'll do it. Oh my god, dude, me too. I got some. Let's go about that. I want to. I just not like go to space trip, but like. Just, you know, dose and just... Well, last time we took shrooms, we had a fucking... I had a terrible experience because everyone else was fucking off the rocker and I was, like, only um, micro-dosing, so I had to take care of everyone while I was tripping. And then one of our friends fucking sure. started seizing Balls. on the water. In a good way. It was fun as fuck. Like, how on the water? Like, was he in a Like, kayak? we were on the boat oh, and we fucking boat. got sensory overload and fucking started having a fucking seizure. Well, that sucks. That ruins my trip. <laughs> yeah. Count, count that person out. And then I had to drive <laughs> I'm selfish. Home. Yeah, I, I mean, have fun. that was yeah, that was a that was, that yeah, that was a sh- different experience. <laughs> but it was one of those times where there's so much going on. It so was much like going an overstimulation <laughs> of sensory like, yeah, overload, sensory overload bro, was the key the degree, word we called like. it. It was just like we were submerged in water. People kept talking to me, and I was like, <laughs> I am not here to talk to any of them. It was like a really iffy time to like. Yeah, like it was, we wanted yeah. to go for the visuals. Like it sounded great because the visual aspect of it, like the water, the clouds, like everything. I will tell you guys right now, if you ever want to do shrooms or acid or anything like that, it is all about the environment and the people. Yeah, you do it, with. it was like fun, <laughs> but the, I just wish nobody was there. Yeah, like I wish there because we we, we, we uh, go out yeah. there all the time, so it's I, people just know we us. Zach knew though. It was the people that weren't comfortable out there that weren't as used to being out there that had an issue like me and zach were fine but it was everyone else that like wasn't used to it that had an issue. i loved it i was like yo this is great i just don't want to talk to any of you motherfuckers because <laughs> well, i just I mean, want to enjoy my time like i think know, it also depends on the person too though like i took our buddy yeah. back that was having a bad trip and i left zach and our other buddy and then they got stuck talking to so many people that I had to go back and get them <laughs> yeah too. we're like they're <laughs> like yeah shit. he was like yeah well, we're like let's just go like this was eh. like it was just yeah, not what we thought. But then we, got, then we got in the woods of the trail because we had to walk back. Yeah, that shit was awesome. And then that was the fun part. Like we were just in the woods and I was walking back and like it was just that was that would like I've never been a big out, like quiet, out, like peaceful. hallucinogenic person. Like anyone that knows me knows like I've smoked for like a long period of time, but like I've never been a huge like I went through drinking periods, but never been a huge hallucinogenic person me either. Like, Always had friends that were into it, but like, yeah, it, it's an experience. Like, never I don't, done just like we just always rooms. say, like, it, it's not bad to try things. It's all about the right environment, and it's all nothing's bad in, in small doses, like anything in increments. Hmm. Like, back to, <laughs> well, back to the you... turkey hair plant. <laughs> <laughs> turkey hair plant. <laughs> so, like, explain this to me. Like, so, you so where did the idea come from? And, like, you know, we, we were talking about this before the pod. It's like you said, you know, you were on the plane, and there's some multiple people that 
had the exact same head wraps on. Like you see those stupid videos on Instagram where you see yeah. all the bitches with the BBLs <laughs> sitting on the planes coming from the same places. Like, what was the experience like? Like, what what made you think, okay, I'm going to do it? And then when did you finally say, okay, fuck it, let's do this? I don't even, I don't know the timing, <laughs> like why I decided to go with it. You know, vanity, insecurity. You, you start to do things, you yeah. start to look, you're just like, oh my God, I don't feel old, but I look old. Uh, like I would think about it maybe at some point either I'll go bald or I would do something like that and that's the thing it's just like I could do it you know you know if I was smarter younger researcher earlier uh, I could have not lost hair because if you go on finasteride you know stops everything but I did that that? too finasteride (laughs) blocks the hormone that your testosterone creates DHT and that converts to male pattern baldness so if it runs in your family all of you guys go fuck yourselves doesn't clearly unless you're on finasteride uh you guys will not use lose your hair so you're a lot uh, older than me everybody thinks i'm bald because i always wear a hat but my dad's like 60 and yeah his dad has a nice ass head i'll salt and pepper before anything but i'll never go bald well i would wish that my dad's bald but um well, not well, so but. get on finasteride. Yeah. I would say go to Hims, get on finasteride. <laughs> do I gotta go to, wait, do I gotta go to Hair's Turkey? Thriving, no. thank God. No, you can, you can. I'll uh, go with you for fun, though. Yeah, me and Louis are gonna go to Turkey get hair transplant. You guys can. Well, you can come with me. I'm I'll get the beard transplant. One. I'm having a hard time with yeah, that. Yeah, Louis is really <laughs> struggling with yeah, beard. I don't know why. But that's just like I feel like can beard oil and consistency with that definitely helps. Beard for real? Like beard oil? No, no. I feel like everyone lies about this stuff. You can't grow hair follicles. Sorry. Even with like brushing it and like using it. I guess. That's more for See, I'm a true soft. believer. I don't care what they say. I think if you shave something repeatedly, it's going to grow back no. thicker. Bullshit. Like, why? Because like you're showing that it's not it's not suited uh, strong enough for the environment. So when it's going to grow back, it, the body is going to try to create. It's going to slowly evolve to create something that's going to last. And if you continuously shave it, you're telling it that it's not strong enough. It's not strong enough. It's not strong enough. So it's going to grow in thicker and thicker and thicker. It doesn't that's have my feelings. It's just yeah. hair. Like it's just yeah, like your body. Just... Your, yeah, but your body always is adapting, evolving. What do you mean? Our bodies have changed. How human bodies are now versus how they were your 50 genetics. years ago versus 50 years ago. I think it's just ago. genetics. Like, like I, you're destined to have this or that, and I think it grows over time. Like, but my you facial can, hair you is you can very cause thick. stress to cause change. Like, that's how kind of how the human body works to a degree. Maybe I'm wrong, but like that, I believe that because like I've seen people that like do things like that, and I like when you, it's like when you shave your like people that like shave their chest. Like you start shaving your chest, and then all of a sudden it starts growing in thicker. Like, mm. maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I've shaved this random patch of hair on my arm, and I grew back <laughs> thicker. Look, you see it. It's like random patch on my arm. You I see do see thicker? that. It's like, God damn it. When I was yeah, younger, you, I was just obviously we're born. You're young, testing out shit. I shaved a random patch on my arm, and now that little patch right there is grown back <laughs> thicker than my whole arm. Imagine if I shaved my whole arm. It would have been super. Th- it would have been my whole arm here would have been nuts. I shave my arms and now, and like it grows back. I feel like it grows back faster. Like I. That's why you trim it. Like you never yeah, shave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, trim, you it, trim it, all and you're down. good. But yeah. if you shave it, that's where it like grows back. That's where I think you're stressing it. Like, I see it. I see it. It's it's, it's nice and thick. We're all it's like significant. Far it's like a. Right it's like a. At least it's your arm, though. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thank God. I don't have like, a hairy back either, so that's a plus. Well, one of my cousins shaved off a chunk of my eyebrow when I was younger, and it grew back like a little funny. Dude, same. I accidentally took off chunks of mine. Well, I've done it before, but like my cousin shaved off half of it, like being an asshole when we were younger. (laughs) How come you let your cousin get close enough to your eyebrows? She just kind of manhandled me. Eyebrows are well, your eyebrows are sisters, not twins. 
I learned that from my ex-girlfriend who's in Yeah, they're sisters, not twins. So they're never supposed to be they're never like the same. No matter how hard you try, unless you get them microbladed or like tattooed perfectly, like they are never the same. I'm sorry, I hate when people get their eyebrows tattooed. That shit is just makes no sense. Yeah, but I know some people who've done it and it looks way better because they don't have eyebrows. Right, yeah, that's true. If you have a certain condition or whatever, if your eyebrows are just some people like my eyebrows were fucked like i had the worst I just eyebrows. Can, like, what do you, I, I, if yeah. I brought up pictures from like <laughs> eight oh, yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, his... of a selfie of me with my eyebrows <laughs> they were horrible yeah, some chipmunks yeah like oh my god it was embarrassing yeah, they were I, thick and now i fucking but it's like a thing now though like it you took me to, like three years to work go, on my eyebrows well you go to the barber down like now they just ask like Yo, you want me to take your eyebrows down a little bit uh, arlen's not arlen what the fuck okay, okay. do not do that arlen's been offering me my eyebrows for years well that's never like i get mine eyebrows. Cause See, I don't for real? Shit. Yeah, I wax my shit. Fuck you that. wax your shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I have to. Cause I'm Greek and Lebanese. But that's like I, oh, the, the oh, fact no, that you. I don't wax that. There we go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't I personally, say. but I go to get that. Low key, best no, thing you ever want to do: get your nose waxed. Oh my god, you're gonna be like, holy fuck, I can breathe like that human. thing. Don't do it in allergy season, cause your allergies will get really fucking bad. I feel like you need the hairs in your. Yeah, nose. Yeah, you need the hairs in your nose in allergy season. But if you do it like <laughs> midsummer, man, you're gonna be breathing like a fucking. See, everyone, every guy. Just like so every bad. person has their own struggles. Oh, and 100%. so far, everything you guys have talked about with eyebrows and nose, I've not had a struggle with. Yeah, you, your You're eyebrows good. are pretty on point, huh? My eyebrows, I don't do anything with them. And I'm not saying they're perfect. And I'm like, oh, look you at me. I have nice great eyebrows. eyebrows. They're a little fucked up. But I don't they care. They definitely yeah, no, blend nice, though. Like, they, right. they, they I just don't give like a shit. I got four caterpillars. Like, those yeah, little ones like, you see on the ground. I don't have a unibrow. Fucking put it on my head thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I have a unibrow. So, like... I have to go get my shit. Sorted. At least you I'm know what that you could have a unibrow, and I can't. I could never tell. It's impressive. Well, yeah, like, that's what you I'm could. Saying. Like the yeah, possibility, you, you know. Because yeah, look at me. Because we're hard brows. on these fucking bad boys. I believe okay? the three years of commitment that went into it. Dude, I should. I should. Yeah, I honestly should. There's this even is, a picture. Even that picture. Even that picture. Me before the transformation. I was probably like mid twenties. Oh, this is. Perfect I'm gonna show this. I think I might have deleted the picture because how ugly I looked, but. We all have ugly You can like kind of see in this picture, like the f- both of our eyebrows are like pretty bushy. No, that was this is it like a collective effort. This to is like way fix before it. I even. Well, met Scott. I would say his are fine. No, this is way before. Scott's I met Scott. have changed, but there's no unibrow. Yeah. No, no yeah, I never. No, mine were just. <laughs> I think I might have changed. Scott's have changed. We're gonna find out. We're going through it right now. But yeah, like, there's no uh, separation between the eye and the brow. Like it's all. Isn't that I crazy? That's a great topic. Is. Uh, male insecurity is about their physical looks. Oh, I would, but see, that's the thing. Sure. No one talks honest. about it. People no. always ask me that. No one talks like, oh, about you shave it. your arms. I'm like, fuck yeah, I shave my arms. I think it looks better than a fucking. I tape my. It wrist, makes I me more aerodynamic like, when I have no hair. I don't so. give a shit. I think it looks good. Like, what the hell does it matter? Like, lick well, that's my the thing. Balls. But everyone, like, but you get shit on for it. I don't care. You get no. I'm not saying. I'm just saying everyone. But people get people get insecure and then don't admit it, and then it's like that's why it turns into this big thing. Like everyone's making fun of everyone, but everyone's still doing it. So it's like. I mean, it's like, like, why does anyone care? Like, yeah, guys have more hair. You have any idea how much easier it would be if, like, I could wake up and I have any fucking hair on my legs? Like, you have any idea how Wait, long you it takes? Don't take... want hair on your? Oh my god, I hate it, dude. I don't really. I like trim it. My it takes so long. It takes like fifteen it, yeah. minutes to dry off after yeah. the shower. I'm disgusting. I hate it's it. It's just a pain in the ass. It's horrible. Fuck, I might have deleted it. Huh. I can find hate it. it. And, like, I'm always fucking working out, taking off fucking compression shorts, like ripping out fucking leg hair, like. 
Yeah, no, I like your, your sweaty your shirt and you're taking off compression shorts, uh-huh. bro. I just rip off chunks of life. I like how that. you said though about talking more about male insecurity. It's yeah, just like it's that. crazy Awareness. because like as I've like gotten a hair transplant and moved on from like body dysmorphia, you know, everyone because you get insecure about everything people say to you, whether it's a good or a negative comment. And it's just like you might be you think you're secure and then people say stuff to you and then it ultimately it just instills something that you start to think about over and over again, you know. Oh, you you look like your father. Well, I don't think my father is attractive. Not in a Not nasty in a way, right? But then you start to think, why do I look like my father? Yeah. And then you start to like, am I fat? Am I this? Am I that? Am I that? So it's just like whatever is said about you, it's like people but guys don't talk about it. You know, girls talk about it all the time. That's where it's nice though, like when you find like someone that like like, I have bodies to more feel, but, like, my girlfriend has it way worse. And, like, having that ability to have that conversation, like, once I broke down that wall and had that completely open conversation with her, now it makes it ten times easier for me to have that conversation with any guy in the gym. Right. Like, and I do all the time now. Like, it's a conversation that I have way more often than a lot of people think. Because you would be shocked, the people that post on social media, the people that are always have their shirt off, they tend to be the most insecure people. And like, it's just crazy, trying right? to tell people that that aren't in good shape and tell them that there is sympathy to be given in those situations is one of the hardest parts. And like, that's where a lot of people that do have a hard time because some of the most in shape, you know, most macho guys tend to be the most insecure guys and they get shit on the hardest. So like, they keep it all in right. deep. Like you see the Andrew Tate approach, like which makes it worse too, yeah. because they keep it in. So yeah. then they just start to like Project. make them, yeah, and it just gets it builds up and builds up. I, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, like, oh, but like, whatever. I'm not like like that. But it's just like guys in general don't talk about all that stuff, like no. waxing eyebrows. Oh, you're this, you're that. It's just like, who cares? If it is. makes you happy, makes you comfortable, like it doesn't and... matter. But like, like, that's why I loved like the other day. Like, I didn't even know about the hair transplant thing. And you literally just brought it up in like some random conversation, like not even thinking like twice about it. And like Zach's the same way with everything. And like, that's oh, part of the reason why we back. became like such good shit. friends. Like his openness. I love being around people like that because for so long, I was one of those people that kept everything I so, have so inside. so many secrets. I'd be like, no fucking yeah. way. This and realize. Just right. funny shit yeah. too. But, yeah. but he'll tell you, like, I can't tell you how many Stupid shit we talk oh about that God. Zach's done in the past. My friends are like, like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. And he doesn't care. He'll I literally it. don't give a shit because it's my movie, not theirs. So, yeah. you know, it's like you could hate me or love me or it doesn't matter. I'm just goofy as fuck. Like everybody thinks I've had so many people say like before they met me, they think I'm just this dead giant self-centered <laughs> douchebag. And yeah, then I turn out not, to be the dorkiest, weirdest, yeah. nicest very, fucking person very ever. out front and very, very vocal about who he is. And like. I was going to say something about, um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, so I follow, here it goes, I follow, I follow an entrepreneur guy, and, like, he posted one time about just going to get checked for STDs and shit, and, like, yeah. he just blatantly put it on his Instagram, but, like, the caption that came with it was amazing, like, he just feels, he felt the need to share it. And it was just more effective. Like, he was trying to make young men aware. Like, go get checked. Like, don't be getting fucking girls pregnant. Like, be smart. And just, it made it, it opened up to me because it's like, I would want to post something like that, but like, I would get attacked yeah, and that's be like, huge. you're that's gross. Huge. Like, why are you going to get checked? And it's like, because one, like, we need to make it, like you're saying, being aware of, of male just shit, like insecurities, no matter what. Like, people, because like, like, people are scared. Like, I remember when I first went, like, just, just to 
go do it in general, like, I, yeah, you, you're nervous and fucking scared because, like, it's the first, your first it's just time. Anything. But, but like, our I think friends shit on him all the time. Like, he sends it in our fucking... I literally get checked, like, year? every three months. Oh, yeah, and he'll send it in, like, our group chat. And, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Our friends, I mean, like, dude, joke it's like, it's like, if I'm going to have unprotected sex, I better be fucking doing yeah. it right. You know what Straight I mean? Up. Like, You I, need a friends with benefits. It's just one person. But I know oh. that, but I'm just still saying, even if that's the case, like, I personally you don't know. You don't know what they're doing, like, yeah. Because yeah. I got into a situation where, basically, this is why. is like, somebody basically said I gave them an STD, and I was like, no, I didn't. Then, like, I went back and looked at my records and turned to find out her boyfriend cheated on her and that's how she got it and thought it was from me. Did you get it? No, I had my records. <laughs> you know, she, she didn't give it to you. No. Like All she right. thought because she, they hit me up and was like, yo, I think you should go get checked because uh, I have an STD. Bitch, and I've I was like, been checked. Right. And I was like, great. Now here we go. So I went and I, everything came back negative, which I knew, like, think, well, thank God it was. Uh. But then, like, I went back, and, like, again, they thought I gave it to them. Because, I again, I have all my records. I fucking print them out. I go there the next day because, like, they won't email them to you. You have to go pick it's them like up. It's like a dog tag. So yeah, I yeah. go, you can dude, you me. need credentials, especially because it's just, like, everybody folder. thinks you're just nasty and shit. I'm like, fuck that. Like, yeah, I have... If I'm having sex, like I better be safe about it. Whether if I'm wearing having unprotected sex or not, at least I and it know. It usually like, comes to unprotected I, sex. I didn't give you an STD because I've been in those situations where people have said I've given them one, and it literally was yeah. It, that was a whole ordeal, but it's funny, and I can't believe I just said that. But it's I mean, cool. Like nah, I, had, I love I'll it I'll because I, had I just cleared your that's name. That's why you go get checked. You Hell just, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Exactly. I cleared my name yeah. because I because again I have a bad history. I don't give a fuck yeah, 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 of yeah. like being a fuck boy and fucking around. But I tell people straight up like, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, don't fuck with me. There's this. There's that. Like that's on you. Like if so, you continue to come around. So that's, that's that's your fault, you and know? that's part of the problem. <laughs> but that's part of the issue I have with like today's society is like, and I've always backed Zach up. Like he's always been since we became close, like one of my best friends. Like I've always stuck to it. Like if I had a sister, like Zach would be the type of person I would let date my sister, knowing that if he's dating her, it's going to be different than if he's not. Like right. he's oh, very yeah. upfront. I'm with somebody. This dude's the type I'm, of dude that would be I'm laying like, in bed I'm with a girl, just so you know, years. I don't want anything serious. Like and actually, like tell this bitch that. Like it, mm. every time. And like I know when I even like see a girl, and I'm like, yo, she could be a, even a cool friend, and then I just don't have sex with her. Because we're at that age where, yo, I'm only getting Told older, and I'd rather have a good relationship with you. Like, yo, I, you're a cool-ass person. Front, right? Yeah, something like, sustainable. Hey. Wait, how exactly. old are you? I'm, I'll be 30 in July. So, you know, I mean, time's going by quick. Like, I'll be 30 already. It's nuts. And I, I it's like, holy shit, I'm already here. And that's where, like, I'm wasting no time. And I'm building my empire. And if you can't be on board with that, then... You just because I have so much going on, you know, to find a partner who's willing to be like just not needy and this and that, be and just like, look, like there's be days I'll be out there for 12 hours, 15 hours working, and if you don't like that, then this ain't gonna work because it's like I, it's it's just not going to. Because I wanted to get to a point where I don't have to think I have to go to work or like go to work or am I gonna miss my son's baseball game like fuck that like I don't want that feeling like I want to build this empire to the point where I'm building having enough cash flowing assets to where I could not have to work anymore but also do what I love and that's investing helping other people giving them value that's why we have this show and just showing people like hey this is possible that's why I've gotten into Airbnb arbitrage and learning how to trade fucking stocks and crypto and now we're finally pulling it all together to be able to create a platform to you know, 
hey, this is what we're doing. Empower so, anyone to make exactly the exact same. And that's why I want you guys here, and that's why we don't even care who you are or what you're really doing. Like we it's just coming up, chop it up man. with the boys, chop it up like experiences, talk about shit like we just were. Awareness, you know, male awareness, because that's that. I think that's super important. So we're gonna have. I think we're still gonna get Sierra on here. We have like this OnlyFans girl from out um, that we know that got super famous and like just to like hear the experience. I would say super, but she's definitely getting there. Yeah, like she already did. I think a scene with Johnny Sins. Yeah, Local? Like she's on Brad's. Yeah, she's from Oswego. Yeah, she's from Oswego. God bless her. She's God bless. I mean, yeah, she's she's hot. But it's I just like just talent. to hear that. But side she's of cool as shit yeah. though. Like people <laughs> hate on her because obviously she's doing her shit, which obviously that's just. Hey, it's a new world, man. You gotta it is. make well, your that's money. That's the thing. Like she's hot as shit, and she's just using it to her advantage. Like whatever. You just gotta but know like, what you're doing, and you gotta know that cool. that's gonna follow you around for the rest of your life. Like and like that's just the reality of the situation. But like, if people can accept that, like, why would you? You know what I mean? Don't hate the hustle. Just fucking find your own way and to get that amount of money. Risk, risk, reward, bro. You know and what she's I mean? cool it's, as fuck though. Like when she's like when you actually get to know her, she's actually like not just all looks. Like she is super fucking cool. Down, not just you know. If you know her, she personally knows you. I don't on a lot. Then, like, she's not just like a stuck up fucking. Well, I mean, people think like I don't know any people personally who do any kind of adult entertainment, but you like these people are people too. Like, right? Like, Like, but everyone thinks they just have it so easy. (laughs) Everyone thinks too. It's just like everyone's sexual. Whatever it is, right? Hundred percent. So that's what you're doing. Some people just don't have the balls to do it, right? And it's just like, have I thought about it? And I'm like, of course we could all I have. make money doing it? But <laughs> you think about the long-term repercussions of it, and you're like, how is this going to affect my life? Everyone's got different moral standards, and like, Especially if that now, like meets right. your moral standards, and that's something you fucking enjoy living, like, who doesn't want to have fucking sex for a living? And like, no offense, it's a super. If you're at the actual porn, porn industry, yeah. like, it's a safe That's why we do like, now, so it's kind of cool. Places, like, they, have a, they all get tested. And, like, I like, like, literally was FaceTiming the other day. Like, she's in Hawaii with our buddy Tom. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're just, they like, live, best friends. But they re- literally live the fucking they're life. They're literally moving to Miami right now. They're literally, He's an engineer. I'm, they're just best friends. Yeah. Like, they do everything together. So, like, like, yeah, they're in Hawaii. She just lives her fucking... They both are just traveling the fucking country right now. It's amazing. But, and like, it's just cool to know that. Like, he's got that long-term money. Like, he's got that shit locked up. She's got the ability for them to travel and go do shit together now like and they're literally just friends like yeah, yeah. everybody they're thinks they're like, everybody's industry, always like, asking her like, is that your man and like she's just like no like i can have friends like that i don't fuck you know what i mean like everybody thinks she's a porn nowadays. star like, yeah. or doing a dot entertainment that like she's just instantly fucking every guy she's but like, yeah. as, all as you get older as a male like you have to start to realize that like networking is sometimes more important than your sexual life and like you could hook up with someone that could cause you know, a domino effect down the road. And like, we've had that conversation on here before. Like it goes back to the whole being friends with your exes, closing doors, leaving too many doors open, not allowing other doors to open because of that. And like, you can crowd, you know, the path in front of you by the decisions you're making in your free time for what you're trying to do in the long term. Well, that's where, again, a lot of people sometimes know my history around here (laughs) and heroes just like, Oh, I'm a fuck boy, this and that. And like, again, I've had my history of that, but I've also changed my mindset a lot. Like, I'm definitely not the same person I was two, three years ago. And no, I'm to the point where. But you were upfront about it. Yeah, like, not I, even like, that, but I'm just getting to the point where girls automatically think guys are all after one thing, and that's just getting between their legs. And it's like, I literally am to the point where I tell them straight up, like, if that's what you're saying off the rip, then clearly that's what's on your mind. And how are you going to project it on me where it's like, 
not to, I'm not even selling gross, whether it's with a girlfriend or not, whatever. We've all had sex hundreds of times. Like, I know what sex is like. Like, I don't need to have sex with you to be able to know what you're like. Like, let me get inside your fucking mind. Like, let me apply pressure to your mind and see how you're going to break as a person. Like, I'm going to test you to the things, like, how we should as people. Like, let me get to know you as a friend. Like, let's just go on a date and just converse, have a good conversation and eat some food. Like, you don't even have to call it a fucking date. Like, yeah. let's just shoot the shit. Let, let's yeah. even see if it's going to work work you know right. what i mean and girls i mean think like oh you're just trying to have sex with me and it's like bro I, I know what that's like like whether it's with you or somebody else like we've had sex before you know what i mean and i just it's just fucking annoying people like but uh, it's, girls it's about automatically f- think woman like oh you just want to fuck me and it's Zach's like, like trust me i am all good on the sex lady. like yeah. i've had sex before <laughs> like if we have it it's a plus like that's great like if the chemistry's there and it happens like awesome great i mean Whatever you know, we but both... just like guys don't understand women fully, women don't understand. No, they really one hundred percent right. And, and that's the thing, like having four sisters, you know. Damn. So you're. You, I think about so that. Stuff how many siblings too? do you have in general? So you have four sisters. Then I'm you and one your of brother? seven. Okay, so three boys, and four girls. Wow, so big family. But it's just different. Like I think about things very differently than most people. But like, yeah, we all, like yeah, sex, we all do it for sure. Sex for men is on the forefront of every. I think it's on every guy's mind. <laughs> like, right, it's just it's just part <laughs> of it. Of course, men want to have sex, but at the same time, we don't just care about sex. Mm-hmm. No, I. But like, I don't. It's seen out. Say maybe that, like, when we're like young, dumb, yeah. full of cum. But I'm pushing thirty here. Like, there's there, it's a different. You know what I mean? <laughs> dry. I'm not young, dumb, full of cum anymore. Like, if you're young, maybe yeah, if you're 20, age, you're still 18 thinking to about 23, that, 24. Yeah, about. maybe. And never since that, like it's it, things have changed. Like, it's not the same. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like, that shit is so far past. But do me. you want to settle down? Do you? Yeah, want no, to, I would, no, I want to find someone. Like I just yeah. like want another female to be on the same level as me, as far as like. You know, trust me if, you know, if I was like, yo, let's build a business, like, let's go out and do this. Like, I want my wife to be like, all right, yeah, let's do it. If it don't work out, then like, whatever we tried, like, let's, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, I don't, you know, and I also wanted her to do the same. Like if she was like, Hey, I want to start a salon. Let's fucking do it. Let's try it. Yeah. You know, I want to go the straight same. to a salon, like well, just yeah. whatever salon, <laughs> yeah. bakery. If you want to open up a hotel, I don't care what the fuck she wants to do. If she wants to be an Uber driver the rest of her life, yeah. I'm just going to be like. You better make content. You better figure out how to be the best Uber driver in the fucking world. You know well, what I mean? Like, what like, do I got to do to help? Yeah. As long as yeah. you're giving me the same support, like I'm always going to give it back to you. And like, yeah, like we have two, one of our personal trainers, him and his, we're going to bring them on here. Like his wife and him, she got pretty TikTok famous, but he basically just left his job full time as a waiter that he was making really good money at a really nice restaurant to come personal train so he would have the free time to help her with their wedding business where they go and they travel to these super exotic places and do wedding pictures and they help set up weddings and the guy is literally just the most personable person in the world. I feel like, like he's blowing up too a little yeah. bit, you know? And Everyone's like starting to know his name. He's getting recognition more. for his side of things just by helping with her. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's awesome to see. Well, you see them too. They run in together and that's like where you say like you're not how hard is it nowadays to find someone wanting to run at the same speed as you? You know, mm. how are you gonna it's slow tough. down? Why that, the fuck would you? Why the fuck would I? You slow down? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I'm just trying to start running well, like full speed ahead. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, how the fuck? 
Well, that's I mean, why, like, you know what I mean? No, that's why, like, Quinn's Crazy. perfect for me. Like, when I met her, this girl is literally running at a thousand miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, any excuse I had in my past for, like, not putting out enough effort, watching her in law school and the amount of effort that this girl puts in and the amount of time, like, it was such a wake-up call to, like, how little effort I was putting in and still getting good enough results when I could have been putting in such a higher effort and getting great results because I knew I could coast by at certain things. I knew I could achieve things that other people would consider a high standard by not putting in quite as much effort because of the experiences of the things I've been through and I was allowing myself to coast. So like finding someone that pushed me to be the best version of myself every day was the best thing that could have happened. And she was like projecting mm-hmm. that like and just by energy being on you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we could probably sit here and say, have we really had a girl actually like challenge us? I've never had a girl first actually girl. like challenge or push me to be like, go do this, or I think oh, you should do no. this, or like try this, or like they just like they don't, they kind of just say, or and like, again, I can definitely say maybe I haven't done the same in return, but I've definitely always been that person that'll be like, oh yeah, go for it, like don't care about what people think, definitely go after whatever you're thinking, but I've never had a person be like, you know. Go do that then. Or, go invest in yourself. Yeah, or it's challenge crazy. yourself. It's crazy. Or, it's crazy. Or, I've never been it. like, go run that half marathon. Like, up, yeah. Or, you know, it's like I've done to the point where I'm so comfortable doing shit by myself. And that's where the true fucking battles are. You know, I get up and just sign up for shit by myself. Whether, But it'd also be dope to like have somebody by the side yeah, of you. Well, those challenging are the biggest them. wins, though. That got you out there in the first yes, place, you know? Right. But what people need to understand is you don't have to do everything alone. And just because you can I do don't. It it's getting it, boring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm doing do all this cool shit. And I'm like, where the fuck There's is no my person? Like, yeah. this is dope. Like, I'm doing cool ass shit. I want someone to conquer this shit with me, too. Like, it is getting to that point where. I, yeah, absolutely. Who who wouldn't want to? You know what I mean? And it's it is it definitely is getting boring, but it also is nice because you don't have to worry about somebody else. Like you're kind of just on in your own tempo. But I'm getting to that point where fuck yeah, like especially with my cousin and her boyfriend, like they have a little man and he's fucking awesome. And I'm always over there, and it's like fuck, like I want a little fucking. Me. But it's like, like you, of course, like but, you start to fucking manifest it, like the people you surround yourself with, and like even though it might not seem like it, like it's the people like. Some of the people that we're spending more time around are people that are more similar to the type of life that we're trying to live. Like we've slowly started to cycle through the people that we spend a lot of time with. And even though it might not seem like it, spending time with Samira and them and the little guy, like that's going to project into the rest of your life. And like Mm -hmm. you're going to start to attract more and more people like that. And I think you've even seen that with the running, you know, the type of people that you've attracted to the running. 100%. There's people that you might not think you have anything in common with them, just like people that you see at the gym, like, you're going to have you see someone at the gym at the same time as you working out at the same time every day that you work out I guarantee you guys have things in common outside the gym Maybe oh, it's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Maybe it's just that's the, the hardest thing to yeah. break, though. You know what I mean? Because there's know? so many people I want to go like hit up. Be like, what's good? You know what no, I mean? No, I know. But, but like, that's hard. where it's like you start to find those like-minded people. Like, I mean, it's even just like us. Like, yes, we got close from you guys coming into the, me coming into the diner. And you guys coming in there, but it was the fact that you guys consistently came into the gym. And you guys consistently did workouts. That it was like, okay, these guys are like-minded people that are similar to me. Let's see what else we have in common. And that's where the relationship start, started to build. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a lot of humps I see people not being able to get over. People are just so comfortable in their circle. People are so comfortable like with not who they've it's come the up with. It's affirmations that yeah. they get from those old mm-hmm. feelings that people keep going back to that because they want to feel the affirmations from high school. Because yeah. when we're younger, we get a lot of affirmations yeah. from the people around because we're so insecure. As you get older, you're not going to find that. 
by going back to the same thing because you're just going to stay complacent. And there's just no yeah. risk in it. You know, yeah. you're not developing, you're not doing anything for yourself. You're not really trying to put your own stamp on things and make your own circle. And I think like at a young age, it's just such a shitty mindset, you know, because it's like if you don't get out of town, then you're in town yeah. and it's. But you got to try I mean, different things. And that's what like I was saying with yeah. Mike. Like Mike got out of town or you can stay here and try. That's, that's what I'm trying to do is yeah. get out for a little bit. You know, yeah. I was, I was out and like. You know, obviously came back just because, you know, life, reasons, whatever. But I want to be out just for even – I'm not – saying people think, like, when I say I want to move there, like, oh, you're going to be gone forever? It's like, dude, no, this place ain't going anywhere. Like, I just want to get out for a few years and, like, expand my network. It's like I feel oh my like, God. I've, like it's, I've reached my whole network here that's, like, I need new people to, you know, talk to and network <laughs> and business adventures and – I really want to, because I, I was living in Scottsdale, Arizona for, you know, from some time in COVID. And that was like life changing the amount of people that, you know, you can meet out there. And just the, the fa I like the fast pace, but also it wasn't like too fast. You know, it wasn't like New York City or Los Angeles or bigger cities like that. But it was like that perfect, still a lot to do, still a lot of people. But just it's up and coming, and that's up and coming places yeah. are where people are, you know, looking for new. It's ventures like top too. four people right are a lot now. More Scottsdale, open, or open to ideas. You know, it's tough when you're in an area like New York, especially. People are late to come to things, and they're quick to hate until it becomes more mainstream, and then everyone jumps on board around here. Mm -hmm. That's so what you I gotta hate. Got to become though. a big, you know, but known like, conglomerate. <laughs> yeah, and everyone wants to like get the hell out of here, but then they're talking about how this place is supposed to pop off in the next decade or so. But it's you like to come some back. degree, it's like yeah. you're, you're going to yeah. be the same person doing the same things unless you're actually going to go and make changes. And like a lot of people end up moving to different places and they end up doing the same thing with the same people. And then they wonder why they're basically complacent, even though they made, you know, big changes in their life, but they really didn't. Like, just change the scenery. Yeah. yeah you got to actually make changes when you make changes in the scenery. It's not just a change of scenery is going to cause changes. You got to make changes in your life yeah, as well. Yeah. 100%. It's hard to find people that are really motivated to want to no, do is. that within, you know what I mean? There's just such a, it's a tough time, um, time in my life, at least, trying to find people breaking that group mentality, you know? But like, that's how where you set you the standard. I'm 23. Yeah. Yeah, so you're still young as fuck. So 30, that's where you, 31. when you're young, that's 31? where you got to learn. You got to set the standard because, like, people are going to follow. You don't want to be one of the last people to leave the home fort. Like, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, no, the, I did the same thing, though. I did that at 21. I jumped ship from Syracuse because I grew up here and thought it was lame, right? But you can't leave with that mindset. I thought it was lame. That you can't and you can't leave it that that's what the mindset that ends yeah, up because yeah, at, you, you at the time yeah. I thought I, I knew everything and right. I would be so successful in these large cities and they just beat you down. Humble, you realize yeah. you're nothing. Yeah. And it's not to say like it's a negative thing. I learned a lot about these places. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And you become part of it and you learn and you work and you meet people and the experience is great. And that's why I would say move to learn those things. But Ultimately, well, it depends on what the person you are, too, though. Like, I love big cities. I love doing that. But what I've learned about myself yeah. over that time yeah. is I don't want to live I can't do that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to come Close home, enough. not have yeah. rush hour, not spend three hours in a car, okay. you know, That's not have the high place. cost of living, be able to enjoy my life, yeah. go away. And large cities don't do that unless mm -hmm. you're making a lot of money. Yep. So I wanted to come back here because I had my fill of those large places, yeah. you know, the cities. And that's cool. I, I think that's, I think we don't, I don't think we've had a guest on there like that that has actually been away from this place. I mean, he's For eight, eight years. period of time. Yeah, it's a, a long period, especially at our age, I guess, you know, and that is, yeah, I think that's a big turning point because I'm sitting here sitting, you know, I'm wishing I 
got out when I was young because then you just you just never know what you learn. You might learn like, hey, it was worth it, or you might realize like, hey, I missed home. Maybe I feel like it's that just, shit's it, not for me. But I know for me, like, because of who I am and just what I'm trying to do. You I think know, you just realize though the negatives that you, I need to get out of here. <laughs> you you know correlated with wherever you're from. It wasn't about your hometown. It had more to do with you. And like being able to realize that is usually when people can come back or they're more comfortable where they are now realizing that it wasn't about, you know, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It was about the people in Syracuse, the decisions you're making, the, you know, the people you're surrounding yourself with that were causing you to, you know, hate the things about Syracuse and think that you could be more successful in other places. Yeah. You just think life's going to start, you know, after high school, you think now I'm going to be an adult. I'm going to have a successful life and just go. Like but I said, though, it's because all those happen, affirmations you, are there in high school. Yeah, everyone's patting exactly. you on the back the whole time, running you, you to might the finish be line, then you get to the finish line, and there's no one after the finish line. There's no one there fucking support. Everyone's like, all right, you're at the finish line. Yeah. Yep. And then guess what? That's, no help. That's it. Yeah, well, that's you, why so I love doing that hard You could have got myself, dragged to the finish you know? line by all your teachers, all your coaches, and your parents, but you get to that finish line, and like maybe your parents are still there. Like that was some one of the first things people asked me when I signed up for the half marathon. They're like, "You're doing it by yourself," and I was like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> there's thousands of people who are gonna be there. Gonna, yeah. yeah, who else is <laughs> gonna do it for me? You know what I mean? And it's like that's the problem. People are automatically so stuck in just having to have that backbone. It's like, nah, do shit yourself. You're yeah. gonna be so much. You're gonna grow so much more and learn so much but then you start showing up and then there's a group of people that you know that all show up by themselves every time for the races and then you start (laughs) to know each other and then you start to realize oh my god i got a lot of similarities with you we're gonna be friends yep Yep. that's the best and you find that here which is like the coolest thing you know what i mean you don't have to run you don't have to get out of town to like find your little circle who you're you just gotta you gotta be in the right headspace yeah like if you have to leave syracuse or wherever you are to do that that's one thing but like trying to blame a city or an area i think is just little asinine it's not the it's not the city it's the people it's you it's the yeah, people it's in the city it's mm-hmm. you it's whatever you're going through i was running away from a lot of problems yeah we all I, do we you all know you want to get yeah. people out of your life you want to change and you think moving to a big city but you just bring it with you because you don't deal with the shit mm-hmm. i mean so i mean i could like sit on my ass like every day of the week you know what i mean but and i could go somewhere else and like could have gone to school but it's like we're here we're at the diner like Four yeah, days of the week, we're at you're crunch, learn you know what more I mean? at that diner than you were probably. What I mean, you just got to buy in. You got to buy into you, what you you're doing. Like, pay variety, attention. Variety, variety, variety. You need to learn as much as you can. Jack of all trades. Like, That's what um, I mean. Just be versatile. Like, you got to, and you can, every experience on how to, like, become the best version of yourself and learn just how to, like, dig deep for, like, shit that you want. Like, you know, just doing what you want to, like, get where you want to be. Like, that, yeah, and it's all here. And it's all in Syracuse. Like, I freaking graduated here. I had a hard time in doing college here. I had a hard time in doing real estate here. And now sometimes I feel like I'm having a hard time doing the diner, but I'm doing it every day. You know what I mean? It's like you're doing this shit. You're doing and it's it. like, right. You're that's doing the hardest fucking part. And, and it's like, like stacking. Yeah. Everyone leaves. Everyone goes. Kind everyone comes back. But it's like you can just stay here. You can just stay here. You got to be around the right people that want you to like do something for them. And then if you do something for them, you're probably going to get something out of it. You know, yeah. you just got to buy into other people's shit. There's always like an operation or something like bigger than yourself and it's like if you invest in that mm-hmm. it's gonna feed you literally yeah. like feed you but then make you a person that you want to be in some way Absolutely. it's all here which is crazy no it is it's good and i think uh i think that's i think well, we'll I, that was a good up. thing yeah, to wrap up i think we went over a fucking lot air transplants covered <laughs> such random stuff. such random stuff std you know. checks yeah STD <laughs> hair <laughs> if you do get a hair transplant <laughs> go to turkey <laughs> go to turkey for a hair transplant we talked a little bit about the 
restaurant diner business um real estate you're gonna that. have to tell me how to train for a half marathon when you come through louis let's be real dude, yeah louis uh, shut up yeah Let dude i mean <laughs> as far you as the end, <laughs> it's all right no, we, we can we can talk about it we'll talk about tips it. and tricks louis, you wanna i'll give you my sister's number she used to do that uh, perfect it's okay zach just did it oh, <laughs> well, yeah, okay uh, but um no mike thank you yeah, and thank louis you thank you for coming yeah, on you, guys man. and chopping it up with us and hopefully our viewers will find some value out of uh, anything we were to share but <laughs> let's go guys thank you um love you guys see you next time